Hey, hello everyone. This is Old Flash here. This is episode three of the Ventures of Flash. This week is question and answer. Sorry that the podcast wasn't up last night, but we had technical difficulties and we're hoping we don't have them anymore. I appreciate every one of y'all tuning in and I'd like to tell y'all we're going to continue with our goal to have at least one podcast every week. This week, we don't have any guests on here. This is strictly questions from the viewers, questions and answers. Uh, I'm going to jump right into it. The first question that we have tonight is from Todd in Oregon. He asks, do you think Vince McMahon would really have paid you the money for tossing the drink on on him in that match that from my first episode? And would he have let me appear on Raw like he told me to if I would have used the water instead of the beer? Well, I'm gonna have to say this. With Mr. McMahon, there's no real there's no real way to know. McMahon is completely unpredictable and he is strictly for the fans reaction and I don't know but I like the way I did it Todd (laughs) I wouldn't trade that one for the world that was a great night and I wasn't worried about the little measly money that he was going to pay me but I sure enjoyed the meal that he paid for and I really enjoyed the pop that come from the crowd. That was really what I got, and I went back and looked. I went back and looked at that video again, and there's two versions of it. There's a version where that happened, and where it showed the whole match. You know, with the uh, Jerry Lawler and Paul Neighbors, it showed the complete match, and it was it was kind of long when McMahon and strutted around the ring and he had to belittle everyone you know for the show but i seen the other version of it too when they show the beginning and the end the middle part where that occurred uh they they've cut it out of the second version and it just uh don't do justice to the whole video and uh, i'm sure that uh if uh it hadn't worked out like it did that they would have showed the whole the whole version of it but anyway they didn't show the whole version of it so i'm not messed up about it but i got the original video myself now and uh as far as the authenticity of it like uh one of the viewers commented he had no doubt that the validity of it Brother, you don't have to doubt the validity of anything that Flash puts on here. If Flash tells you an ant can pull an 18-wheeler, you better go hook it up because that's exactly what's going to happen. So that's the answer to Todd. Uh, Todd from Oregon. And Todd, we appreciate you listening in every week. And uh, now uh, I'm going to jump to... I can't pronounce some of these... uh, uh, foreign names and stuff, but I'll do the best I can do. It's this Falia. She's from Saudi Arabia. She asked, would Flash like to visit her in Medina? She lives in Medina, Saudi Arabia. Well, you know, I don't know. Ex- <laughs> that- 
I I don't know why that question uh, was one that was picked, but uh, I'm not real crazy about going to some of those countries there. I mean, I know it's a beautiful country and everything, but I don't know exactly how well Americans are uh, taken there, but man, I'd love to go there, but I'd hate to have to pay for the trip. If somebody was to pay for the trip for Flash, Flash would probably go. You know, I could like to, I know there's some great uh, buildings and some uh, cool things to do over there. And uh, uh, this is for you, Palia. If you want to pay for my trip over there, my tickets and all that, I'll be glad to go over there. I appreciate you listening in. And I got a lot of uh, followers and stuff from Saudi Arabia. Uh, actually, I'm going to have to throw them a little plug because I appreciate them listening in. And uh, this week alone... I've got over 1,500 uh, new followers from Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates. I appreciate y'all people. Keep on listening in and uh, keep on following me. And the ones that's not following me over, keep following me, man. I appreciate y'all. I'm trying to get a market share on the podcast. And uh, so far... uh, We've got mostly uh, positive reviews and uh, and uh, a great support, but you're always going to have a few haters out there. And for all you haters, I'm sorry y'all don't understand. Uh, the podcast is going to get better, and uh, if you don't like it, just don't listen to it. That's the only thing I can tell you, but uh, if you listen to a few of them, they'll get better, and uh, you might uh, find one topic that you like, so... Please send me those tickets and uh, get get me uh, uh, booked in one of those great hotels over there. And, uh, and uh, hey, buy me a, a motorcycle or something. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that uh, question, too. Uh, just keep it on coming on back, man. I like that. Okay, we're going to jump over here now. And this one is uh, Bangladesh. It's from... A Shia, boy, I can't hardly, I know that's not how you pronounce that, but it's A-I-S-H-A, so I guess that's how you pronounce it. She asked if there's a lot of haunted houses in America. Well, yes, there's, uh, this is the answer for you, uh, A Shia. There's quite a few haunted houses in America, and actually, in this area here alone, there's quite a few haunted, uh, houses and stuff, uh, uh, be, it would be neat to uh, do some podcasts from some of them haunted houses. And uh, if any listeners out there have got a haunted house, uh, uh, throw us an invite and we'll come over and do a podcast from your haunted house. Maybe we'll hear something or see something, man. Maybe we can get it on the air. Uh, that's uh, not done too often. But anyway, I don't want to be like a lot. If I did, I wouldn't want to be like a lot of those shows and ghost shows and stuff that's on TV where uh, they got them fake gauges and all that stuff. <clears throat> I really want to go to a real one that's really haunted. The one in my episode two that I referred to, it was really a haunted house, man. That's the, It was uh, really troubling to me, and I've never quite got over all that. And uh, In the podcast, I really didn't touch on every single thing that I seen or heard in there because uh, uh, it was so many different things, man. You could do a podcast for 10 hours and you couldn't cover all of them. And 
I've not forgot a single one of them, but I'm hoping that one day I will forget about that. I still dream about that, and that's not good. Okay, uh, I'm going to skip. Let me look on my list here. I'm going to uh, skip up here to Rashid from, in, from India. He asked, do I enjoy doing my podcast? Oh, yes, Rashid. I really enjoy doing this podcast, man. Uh, I know a lot of people probably just, there's a few uh, listeners that just laugh at this podcast and everything, but listen to, to some of those other podcasts, man, where you've got uh, like uh, ex-wrestlers and uh, and then you got ex-managers and then you got ex-big mouths that's really not ex, they're still big, big mouths and... Uh, they just uh, talk about old stuff. Just like, uh, well, I was going to mention one of them, but I can't do him like that. But it's all on past tense. Their day in wrestling is not reveling anymore. And uh, I'm going to touch on uh, modern topics, old topics. I touch on any topic. Send in some uh, suggestions for future topics of my podcast. Uh, from anything, man, I'm going to talk about all of it, and you can guarantee it that anything I talk about will be truthful, honest, and I'll give you my opinions, and then I'll uh, try to throw in all the viewers' opinions. This is going to be a viewers' podcast, too. So, Rashid, the answer to your question, do I enjoy doing my podcast? Yes, I enjoy doing my podcast. Uh, it's going great. Uh, I hope to make it uh, one of the best, and uh, I'm not going to quit. Flash is going to do just like Joe Dirt. I'm going to keep on keeping on. So, Rashid, thank you very much for uh, sending in that question. Okay. Next question, I'm going to skip back to the United States because i got to uh, keep my people here in the United States uh in my podcast too this is from rebecca in michigan she asks does flash need a co-host well rebecca uh you uh actually put some hearts and everything on that uh request i don't know if uh you're talking about just a podcast for a co-host for my podcast or a co-host period but <laughs> I'm just going to answer it like you know, you're talking about a co-host for my podcast. Uh, well, look at, the, look at all the other podcasts. Listen to a few of them, the ones that's got uh, co-hosts. And especially the old wrestling podcasts and stuff. Uh, the co-hosts are just trying to ride somebody that uh, past tense, uh, uh, irrelevant, uh, old wrestler, they're trying to ride on their coattails and and try to pick up some kind of fame or gain something from riding on their coattails. I don't need anybody riding on my coattails. Uh, some of them are actually good speakers. Uh, there's one special podcast that I listen to every now and then. I ain't listened to it in a while because their topics is so old they've got stale but it's actually a really good speaker man and the podcast sounds great i mean you know uh 
I like it. Uh, there's different ones I like, and uh, then there's some of those podcasts that does nothing but cuss. And uh, although the person that does the podcast is uh, very knowledgeable in what he talks about, uh, the things that occurred, and he's got a great memory for for the uh, different uh, things, but. I don't like it because I don't believe that you should put any cussing on the air. You know, there's kids out there listening, and then there's a lot of grown-ups that don't want to hear that stuff either. So you'll never hear one single uh, cuss word on my podcast ever, and uh, I'm not having anybody on my podcast, no guest, that's going to cuss. I don't go for that on here. So the answer to that is... I wouldn't mind having a co-host, but it'd have to be somebody that was uh, uh, 100, number one. So that's the, que- that's the answer to the question from Rebecca in Michigan. Thank you for listening in, Rebecca, and uh, I appreciate you uh, following my podcast, and I hope you continue to listen, and I'll throw you people out a shout-out every now and then, and thank you. I I sure appreciate you, Rebecca. Okay, my next one is, looks like, from Amanda from Memphis, Tennessee. She asks, uh, she asks if, uh, wait a minute, let me get this now. Amanda asked, how did Flash like the... Uh, McGregor fight last night. Well, Amanda, uh, I didn't actually see it. I've seen some clips from it, but my opinion of that, my opinion of that is uh, that uh, uh, it's becoming more like wrestling. They've got all kind of little side things going on, and you seen Dana White, he's trying to buddy up with McMahon, Vince McMahon and stuff, and uh, he's uh, picked up stuff off the WWE, and he's trying to make it uh, the UFC uh, like wrestling used to be. Wrestling used to be pretty tough when, uh, although it was it was still, uh, uh, a lot of times the finish was predetermined, they actually had to get paid off what they drawed. In other words, if they draw 10,000 people to watch them, then the different ranked guys in the promotion would get different amounts of money for the promotion, you know, for his matches. And they had to really uh, put on a good show to draw. Nowadays, they got all those contracts and stuff, and it don't matter if, if uh, sometimes if they draw... Uh, 5,000, 4,000, 30,000. Some of the WWE, uh, you know, pay-per-views and stuff uh, draws a lot of fans, although the ratings has dropped in the last few years, and uh, it's on a downhill slide. And myself, I, I was always a lifelong wrestling fan, but, I mean, I always was a lifelong wrestling fan, but went to my first match when I was three years old, but... In the last two years, I haven't watched Raw one single time. I hadn't watched, uh, I hadn't watched any of it no more. I, I can't hardly, every now and then on the internet, I'll pull up a match and uh, I'll watch a certain match, but uh, 
I just can't bring myself to watch it anymore, man. Uh, when they let the cat out of the bag years ago, when they let the cat out of the bag and told everybody how, what, how it was, er, although everyone always knew it, but there was a mystery in it, you know, and and uh, they uh, threw K. Fabi out the window. So nowadays you've got spoilers coming out. You've got uh, different journalists, and uh, you've got Dave Meltzer and all those guys, and uh, they uh, they tell you uh, the spoilers before the matches. So it takes all the mystery out of the match. So. I hadn't watched it in uh, two years. I hadn't watched any uh, wrestling on TV. Uh, but uh, maybe it'll regain. But anyway, back to the question. I just got off on that sidetrack there because uh, that, in, in my opinion, that is how the UFC is going to evolve. And uh, I had never... Uh, paid for a pay-per-view for the USC. Uh, I had never went... I've watched a few of their fights on the internet later after after the fact, but I would not go see it in person because uh, some people likes the actual, you know, back when it was real. I'm not saying it's not now, but it's just uh, don't seem like it is. seems like a lot of it's scripted. And uh, back in the, uh, when it first started out, a lot of people was getting hurt and stuff. And uh, I just don't like to see anybody get their face beat in. And, uh, you know, especially with me, if I was there in person, I don't want to see that. Uh, some people like watching that, uh, but I don't like seeing that. So that's my answer on that question uh, about the UFC. Uh, no, uh, I don't. Uh, I don't like it really. Okay, moving right along here. Uh, this is. Hang on here. Let me look on my list here. This is from Randy in Arkansas. He asked, "What happened to the charger you used to have with the 440 Magnum in it?" Well, Randy, you know. Actually, I had two chargers back then. I had a, a 68 uh, charger and I had a 70 RT. And I think you're talking about the RT, the 70 RT. And the answer to that is I had a little accident in the uh, blue RT. And uh, this is in like 1980 or 81 or something. And uh, I wrecked it. But... It had that jamming motor in it, so I go out and I find me another charger that had a smaller motor in it. So you might be talking about the one that I went out and got found. Uh, it was red, and uh, it was the 68, and I put the 440 Magnum in the 68, and uh, yeah, it was both jam-out cars, man. Uh, I also had uh, a 70 one Roadrunner and uh, I had a 68 Roadrunner too uh, but that's not the question uh, they was great cars man I loved those old Mopars man and uh, I actually kept that for a few years and I partially restored it and then one day somebody came along with an old older Harley that was 
completely uh, uh, cherried out and uh, finished. And uh, they asked me if I wanted to trade the Charger for the uh, Harley. And I said, well, uh, I wouldn't mind trading, but can you give me some money on it too? And so they threw me a, a what I thought I should have, and I traded it off for a Harley back then. So that's the answer to that, Randy. But uh, that was a jamming car. I used to race that car. Uh, I never lost a race with the car. Uh, I think with the I think with the RT, uh, I think I was like 40 and 0 on racing it. But I learned a big lesson on racing and. Uh, is a life lesson I learned on it, and I've never raced anymore. And uh, now I'm like that uh, uh, fast bunny rabbit. I speed out of the blocks, but I'm gonna slow down down there somewhere, and I'm gonna wait for everybody to pass, and then I'm gonna go on past you at the end of the race, and I'm gonna lap you. So I don't do any racing no more. Uh, the racing's over with. I appreciate that question, Randy. And actually, Randy's one of my old buddies back from the old days. And uh, Randy, I appreciate you asking that question. And uh, uh, stay uh, lighthearted, man, and uh, keep that sense of humor. Uh, that's very important. You'll live longer with a good sense of humor, humor like that. I'm gonna keep mine, and I'm gonna continue to have mine. And uh, I appreciate that, Randy. Send in another question next week, man. All you people, send in another one next next week. And after the Randy, we're going to shift to Misty in New Orleans. She asks, what are your current and future plans? Well, Misty, uh, that's a good question. I appreciate that question. Uh, my current plans are uh, I'm going to work for a few more years and uh, I'm building up for my retirement and uh, I'm going to work for a few more years. Uh, uh, I'm going to keep on keeping on just like I said earlier and uh, my future plans are to make this podcast, that's my current and future plans, to make this podcast number one. And I got a few people that had a podcast out for a long time, and I got to lap all them, just like I was talking about the racing a couple minutes ago. I got to lap all them people, and I'm wanting to make this podcast the number one podcast, and uh, I just want to keep on having a good time, because I have a good time every single day, and uh, uh, I stay positive. It don't matter what, I'm going to stay positive, and... uh, I'm going to overcome, man, and uh, don't uh, ever think that old Flash don't have, uh, uh, always have something up his sleeve, man. It's like playing with uh, cards with somebody, and they always got two or three aces up their sleeve. So, Misty, I appreciate you sending that in, and uh, send in another one next week. I love New Orleans. New Orleans is a, a, actually a great place, man. That hurricane came through down there that time and just ravaged it. But they've built back, and uh, although you can still see some spots here and there of the damage, some of the damage, but they've built back, and New Orleans is going to survive just like Flash is. I appreciate you. Now, I'm going back to Saudi Arabia because I gained all those followers from Saudi Arabia this last week. This is... A-N-A-D-I-A, Anidia. 
Saudi Arabia. Are you paranormal? Wait, wait a minute. Hang on. Are you paranormal? Are you a paranormal investigator or a psychic? Well, well, I pre- appreciate that question. Uh, I'm uh, I'm kind of like a psychic. I'm not a uh, professional psychic, but I'm kind of like a psychic because uh, I can always uh, feel things and I can always sense things and. Um, uh, I've always dreamed stuff, and then it's actually come true. And uh, I'd have to say, yeah, I am psychic. Uh, I can usually uh, sense stuff, and I can go to a house that's uh, had some kind of currents in it or something. And yes, I can feel something. I am not. <clears throat> I am not, however, a media a paranormal investigator. Although that would be something, we might have a couple episodes on that. Like I was talking about earlier, we might uh, go out and paranormally uh, investigate a haunted house or two. Uh, Like I said, there's quite a bit of haunted stuff in this area. And uh, even up in the Little Rock area. And I lived up Little Rock and uh, I was drawn into a a big uh, three-story, one-block house up there that was on the corner pole it's got a dedication on it and it said like 1838 or something and I was drawn into it and I I had dreams about the house actually and uh, when I moved to Little Rock one day uh, I had to park a couple blocks from downtown for some reason I couldn't find a parking place or something down on River Market or whatever and I was walking down the street past it down the sidewalk and I seen the house and uh, a friend of mine was with me man and I got cold chills when I seen that house because I knew I'd seen that house in that dream and I had had the same dream about five six times maybe and I told dude about it and he started laughing at me in my face and he said hey uh, there ain't nothing there you're crazy Uh, I'll go up there and knock on the door Although he knew there wasn't nobody living in there and hadn't in a long time. And up Little Rock, they don't just tear their stuff down when it gets old like that. They leave it there. So I said, okay. It goes running up on the porch, man, and he beats on the door. And when he did, he run down off the porch and he run back there to where I was standing out there. And he said, man, uh, I believe you. I felt something there. There's something there. And that's a wicked house. Later on, I investigated a little bit, and I found out that when they had the Civil War battle there in uh, Little Rock, that uh, it had actually served as a Civil War hospital. They had brought, although the Union at that time, the Union had come over and, see, the South had had Little Rock, and uh, in the Battle of Little Rock, the Union forces come across the Arkansas River and they uh, overwhelmed the, the uh, Confederate Army and uh, they had used that for uh, half of it for a headquarters, half of it for a uh, hospital. Although they had the Capitol buildings and stuff at that time, but they had burnt one of the Capitol buildings, I think, uh, uh, and uh, it was in ruin. And... Uh, that always fascinated me and I got a, actually got a video on it when uh, uh, the house up there and uh, uh, of 
course, I can't po- post it on my podcast, but I actually got a video of it, and uh, I might put it on YouTube later. And I appreciate that uh, that question there from Anidia from Saudi Arabia. Send in another question. That's a very interesting topic right there, and we might delve off into that some more later and have a podcast or two on that. Okay, I'm going to shift gears here a little bit. This is from Robert in St. Louis area. He asked if when I met Mr. McMahon, wasn't that the beginning of the hill, Mr. McMahon, and was that during the Attitude Era? Yes, Robert, it was. It was during the Attitude Era. In my podcast, I said it was the early uh, 90s, but... I went back and double-checked that, and that was probably in 97. So, yes, that was in the Attitude Era. Uh, and that was the beginning of the Hill, Mr. McMahon. And uh, I think I helped that along there a little bit uh, by uh, villainizing Mr. McMahon. And uh, uh, although the only thing I got out of it was a big kick out of it, I wish I could have cashed in on it and got some uh, bucks out of it too because that's their most popular era. They made more money, the WWE made more money during the Attitude Era than they've ever made off any uh, decade or any time in their promotion ever and probably ever will. Although I know they they still make money now or they couldn't uh, continue, uh, the numbers are down. So I don't know all the uh, X's and O's on that, but I know the uh, numbers are down on it, and uh, that was during <clears throat> the Attitude Era, and uh, that was the beginning of the uh, villain, Mr. McMahon, you know, because then later Stone Cold Steve Austin came up and everything, and I actually seen one <clears throat> where that Mr. McMahon did have somebody throw some water on him one time at one of the matches he had. And uh, I believe it was in Philadelphia or Pittsburgh. I can't really remember. That's been a long time ago. But uh, I believe it was in one of those two places. Robert, we appreciate that uh, question. And uh, keep sending them in. And, uh, you know, that attitude here was... a a good time uh, uh, as far as the wrestling business goes <clears throat> the 80s there'll never be another time in wrestling probably like the 80s uh, nowadays you know it's more scripted and the, the style is different uh, there's a lot of aerobatic moves and you'll see people use their finishers on anybody four or five times in a match and they'll kick out on two and They'll keep going, and they'll all those crazy dives, and that uh, to me that has uh, really uh, put a whammy on it because it's uh, puts a lot of people out. Uh, I've seen a lot of career-ended injuries like that, and uh, one dude uh, I'm not going to mention his name on here uh, because I don't want to get in a big Twitter battle with him or whatever, but. He actually let somebody throw him off a little uh, balcony onto the uh, concrete floor. And he had a pretty good career going, although he was a, he was a beginning card guy. He wasn't a middle card guy or a top card guy. 
he let uh, he let somebody uh, throw him off, and he landed. And he had wrestled on Memphis Wrestling, uh, WWE, and uh, I believe even before that, uh, he worked for Power Pro, Randy Hales Wrestling. And after that, he's uh, uh, he never really uh, regained. He, I think he broke his back or something, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I guess Jim Cornette could tell me. He's got all the facts, figures, and all that stuff. But he actually come back in uh, uh, 15 or 20 years after that, or 10 years, he come back and wrestled a few more matches and I think now he appears on some of the indie cards around, but that uh, really ruined his career, and uh, I don't understand why he agreed to that bump, and uh, I don't go along with them crazy bumps that they do now, but uh, it usually cuts their career short, and you'll never see nobody staying with it for a long period of time like they used to. Okay, Robert, thank you for that question, and I know I got off the subject a little bit, but uh, that's okay. Uh, people, I appreciate y'all asking all these questions, and I can answer 50 of these questions, but I don't want to make my podcast boring or anything, and uh, I just want everybody to keep tuning in to my podcast, and uh, next week, uh, we're going to try to have a guest on the show, and uh uh, for all you wrestling fans here, I've seen quite a few asking questions about the Vince McMahon thing. Uh, <clears throat> we might have a couple of those guys on here from time to time. And uh, 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 we'll let y'all know ahead of time. And uh, my podcast will be back on next week at the regular time. And uh, I'm going to make it on Saturday night. I know a lot of people's is... Uh, got uh, plans on the Saturday night, but my podcast is on there permanently on Spotify, uh, Stitcher, and all other podcast sources, and uh, just uh, listen to it when you get ready, and uh, keep following me on Twitter, and uh, uh, I'm going to try to stay out of them Twitter battles on there. Uh, Boy, they get hot. Some of them Twitter battles on there get hot. I used to get involved in some of them, and... uh, uh, put my views out there and everything, but I've uh, kind of learned better than that. I mean, I'll give you my opinion on anything, but I'm not going to say anything derogatory about anybody on there or sink down to some of those level uh, that uh, people do on there. They've uh, changed the format on there a little bit where <clears throat> where they're trying to keep down a lot of that stuff, but... Uh, uh, every time I ever got involved in one, I'd lose followers, and then I'd gain a few, but I'd always lose more than I gained because uh, usually whoever the Twitter battle with was some kind of famous person, and uh, uh, I'm by far not famous, but anyway, I'm a legend in my own mind, so that's good enough, man. It ain't what other people thinks about you. It's what you think about yourself, and that's all that makes any difference. Uh Flash can uh, go with the best of me in anything I do, and uh, you'll see this podcast rise. I appreciate all y'all listening in and tune back in next week. I love you guys. Good night.